Greetings to all of my brothers and sisters in Christ. You are listening to Shepherd's Gate Christian Ministries Prepare the People, a podcast for troublesome times. I am your host, the ever joyful Brother Nathan Waldron. And for this episode, I am pleased to be presenting a message brought to us by the highly esteemed Brother Aldwin Nathan. Praise God. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. The Lord has, has put so much on my heart. And he, he is so good to us. He is so good to us. I, I'm grateful that, that God has brought us this great salvation. Praise God. Well, I'm going to get into a little Bible study tonight. And the reason I'm going to share this tonight is because God keeps it on my mind for some reason. I was having a devotional with my wife um, about three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago. And we were reading in Matthew chapter 6, and uh, verses 19 through 24. And um, I'll read it now. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 24. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? And then he said, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And my wife and I read that, and then she asked me a question. She says, what does it mean, the lamp of the body is the eye? If therefore your eye is good, the whole body will be full of light. What does that mean? And I told her, it has to do with your perspective, with your worldview. It all hinges on your worldview. What lens do you use to see? In Psalms 119, verse 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word, the word of God, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It lights our way so we can see clearly the way to go. But I'm going to share something with you that, to help you understand the dangers of not having a light. When I was a, a young man, I was a missionary in Haiti, and I worked in an orphanage in the mountains of Haiti. Later in my life, I lived in Jamaica for seven and a half years, again, living in the mountains, I befriended a bishop there, and he had me preaching from the pulpit of the, the five churches that he oversaw. 
But one thing that I liked about Jamaica and Haiti were the nights. The nights were magical. The reason being, when you looked up at the sky at night, the sky was was black. And you could see hundreds of stars. And it's almost like you could touch the stars living up there in the mountains. There was no city lights to to blur out the stars. Here, you, you, we only see a couple of stars sometimes because the city lights kind of make them dim. But up in the mountains, it was magical. You could see all the constellations. You could see Orion floating across the equator from east to west every night and things like that. But when you look down, if it wasn't a moonlit night, when you look down, the darkness was so thick you could hardly see your hand in front of your face. And because it was mountainous land, there were always slopes and gullies and cliffs. To get on the property where I lived, we had to walk and there was a cliff along our left side. And um, to leave, there was a cliff along our right side. In some places that, you know, you, know, you, you didn't want to fall there, you'd be hurt. You needed a lamp. You needed a light, a flashlight, to navigate through the darkness at night. If you didn't have a light or lamp, you couldn't see the slippery stones. You couldn't see when the road sloped downward. You couldn't see the gullies. You couldn't see the cliffs. And you would get seriously hurt. The Word of God is like that. The Word of God is a lamp unto our feet that we can see clearly where we're going. And without that light, we're just groping in the dark. Anyone who doesn't have the Word of God, they're trying to live their life, they're just groping in the dark. And they're in danger. They're in danger. Because if you make a misstep, you will, you will seriously injure yourself or snap your neck. See... When you follow God's word, you have light. Without it, it's a constant danger. You're just groping in the dark. You really don't know and see where you're going. Let's, let's look at verse um, 19 and, and 20 for a minute. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break into steel. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Now you see, it's a matter of perspective. And the Bible does something for us. The Bible fixes our eyesight. The Bible fixes what's wrong with the way we see. It helps us to see something other than this worldview. In other words, does laying up treasure in heaven make sense to you? Well, to us it does. But it simply doesn't for many people. They can't, they can't see that far. They see the burdens and the responsibilities of the here and now, but they can't see eternity. The Word of God helps you to see eternity. You know, my mother was farsighted. I remember a time I was at the bus stop with my mother, we were waiting for a bus, and she said to me, the bus is coming. And I looked, and I didn't quite see it yet. And after a few seconds, I, I saw it, and I started to 
kind of queue up to get on the bus. And she said, that's not our bus. And I said, what do you mean that's not our bus? You see, the thing is, I was nearsighted. She was farsighted. I could see the bus. But she could see where the bus was going. She could see its destination. She could see above the driver's head where it was written in letters saying whether it was going to Harvard Square or Waverly Square or Dudley Station. She said, that's not our bus. I couldn't see that because I was nearsighted. But when we got home now, I could take the mail, pick up the mail, and I could see who it came from. If she needed, if she had medication or something, she would give it to me. What does it say? Because I could read the fine print on the bottle. No problem. But she could see your license plate three blocks away. That's the difference between being nearsighted and farsighted. And there are people in this world that are nearsighted. There are those who are farsighted. Jesus said there are people who have good eyes and those who have bad eyes. Okay? It's a matter of perspective here. Um, if your eyes are good, they can see beyond this life. They will be fixed on eternity, on the kingdom of God, on the judgment of God. If your eyes are bad, they see only this world, this life. That's all they can clearly see. The truth is a blur to them. You know, in Luke chapter 16, Jesus spoke about the dishonest manager. And in verse 8, Jesus said, The sons of this world are more shrewd than the children of light. And that's true. The sons of this world and this generation are more shrewd than the children of light. You know why? Because they are nearsighted. Well, the Bible wouldn't say nearsighted, it would say short-sighted, which means that they, they have a lack of foresight. They only see what's presented to them here and now. In other words, they have no problem lying to get the job. They have no problem slandering you to the boss so that he would see you in a wrong light so that they would get the promotion over you. That's actually happened to me. They have no problem doing whatever it takes to get what they want. With us, we're not that shrewd in this life. We're children of light. So we're not going to lie get, to get the job because we know that doesn't please God. We're not going to slander somebody else to get the promotion because we know God doesn't like that. You see, we're looking ahead. We're looking at eternity. We're looking to please God. We're not just looking at the here and now and what we can get for ourselves here. We're farsighted. They're short-sighted. You see, uh, they are nearsighted to the point where they can only see this world here and now. God's word and living for God, waiting for God, that's blurry to them. They don't get it. But when you have good eyes that can see eternity, then the things of this world become strangely dim. And you see the, the things that Satan offers, not as a prize, but as a trap. Only when your eyes are good can you see eternity. So that you're able to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness.
So, in closing, let the Word of God guide and direct your steps. Let it correct your eyes that you see clearly through God's viewpoint. And that you're able to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and on eternity. Amen? Amen.